Hey there, this is John, and I want to take a quick minute to let you guys know about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. You don't even have to do anything. Your podcast will be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google, and many more listening platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now back to the show. Now entering Armbar Audio. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Armbar Audio. I'm Tim Farley, and next to me is my co-host, John Jones. What's up, everybody? I'm usually your trusted companion. What with, what, I know. What with I, the demotion? I fucked up everything. That's actually. fine. No, you didn't. We're off to a great oh. start. Who's with uh, us? Anyway, I don't. No one yet. Or actually, they, they are it. there. What is wrong with you? <laughs> you are what's wrong with me. Do you want to anyway, start again or you keep us in? We're keeping. This. Okay. <laughs> Today we give you our top ten matches of the month of March, the month preceding the biggest month in wrestling. Yeah, and of course we are joined by the Punjabi Prince, the Nerdy Mark, Siddharth Sri Ram, the newly crowned IWGP United States Champion. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's right. I was gonna bring it out a little later, but since you mentioned it, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah fine, I'll bring it out. But, bring it out. But uh. Hey, yeah, so I don't have the Paisley shirt, but I thought, I hope this makes up for it, but, uh... Well, I didn't uh, use Paisley in the in the intro. I know, but the last time it was the douchey shirt, and this time now it's a belt. I don't know how things are going to go this time around. You combine <laughs> both of them, you become just insufferable. I should probably... <laughs> you know, probably no, next, time, <laughs> next time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have this, I'm going to wear the shirt, I'm going to wear my shades. Sunglasses, yeah. Speaking of... Yeah. I'm gonna show this off right now. This new shirt I got. It's amazing. Says, uh, if I get circumcised, where would I keep? And we have Garfield uh, riding a skateboard. Cool '90s dude. Schmegma. Hope you all enjoyed that. That's quite a shirt. Yeah, it kid friendly show, y'all. Kid friendly show. Kid friendly show. Kids. Hey. We never uh, said... We never claimed to be... No, I know, I know. I know. I could say fuck. (gasps) (laughs) Anyway, uh, (laughs) let's get into the list, shall we, John? Yeah, man. We're going to kick it off this time around with... A little bit of that... uh, Hold on. Bubbly. I messed up. There it is. <laughs> Boom! From Impact Wrestling's Sacrifice Ooh. event, 
it was Rich Swan, the Impact World Champion, versus Moose, the TNA World Champion, in a world title unification contest. Now, this match <clears throat> was a long time coming. Moose had uh, taken the TNA world title from whatever warehouse they use, and he proclaimed himself as the TNA champion for quite a while, maybe a year. And within that year, he was beating TNA old-timers or originals or whatever, like RVD, Rhino, etc., etc. Rich Swan became the Impact Champion. Moose <clears throat> and Willie Mack, who is Rich Swan's best friend, were in a I quit match. Willie wouldn't say I quit. Moose was going to like murder him. Rich Swan said, "Stop. If this is all just for a title shot, I'll give it to you." <clears throat> he never gave Moose the title shot. Moose was taking over Impact and saying he demanded a title shot. Scott Diamore came out and said, "You want to know what? I'm officially sanctioning the TNA World Championship as a title." And then we got this. Uh, the winner of this match would will be facing the belt collector Kenny Omega on April 24th at Impact Omega. Rebellion. So there was a lot at stake here. Um, these two men put on a fantastic match, and when I watched it, I texted these two and I said. This is the best Impact match I've seen since the since the Spike one probably it's probably top three match since they've gotten off Spike. Yeah. Um, Moose just keeps getting better and better as a character, uh, as like presentation wise, uh, move set. He keeps impressing. Rich Swan. I'm glad he's getting the notoriety and the uh, showcase he deserves because he's been killing it ever since he started. Dragon Gate, Indies, WWE, wherever. He was great. And uh, they really meshed well. Um, Sid? Yeah, uh, first of all, Kenny Omega is the bell collector, but he's not collecting this one. Anyway... Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, don't worry. It's not not all my all the matches to talk about. I'm going to reference this, but he's already um, had that one. Yeah, he has. Uh, yeah, so this uh, this uh, match, uh, very again, very uh, cool variation of styles here. Uh, definitely a good David versus Goliath match. And now, like like I, I think I've said this many times, but it's okay. Um, David versus Goliath match are a dime a dozen. But it really depends on how you do them, right. you, you know. You, you know, because I mean, on WWE you have Braun Strowman, you know, basically killing a bunch of uh, Davids, aka Jobbers. But yeah. here you got Moose, who, by the way, is looking a lot leaner. So that's that's good on him. And Rich Swan, two premier athletes, and they just going at it. And like you know, uh, both of them are trying to prove a point to each other. That's what I saw. And, uh, like, I loved how Moose just had, not Moose, uh, Swan had that hot start 
in the beginning yeah. of the match. And, you know, it's just uh, continued the savagery, just continued to build and build and build. And this was great. And um, hopefully they have a unified championship. I know we already had a unification title in New Japan, but I, I still need to see another one. That everybody you know, loves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to I talk about it later on in my channel. But, yeah, like yeah. I think this was, uh, it was a damn good match, man. I, I don't have any complaints. What if Kenny Omega wins the Impact title? And he has the AAA title and the AEW title. And <laughs> he unifies them. Oh, my God. I don't think that would to happen. That would be very weird. That, that, that would be up to... And then, like, <laughs> Tony Khan came out that and was be... like, this is not okay. Brings out a second belt. And then, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It'd be wild. No. That would be too... That, that was too Oh, whenever you said they're, they're, they're athletes, I, w I was going to be like, they're real great athletes, Kevin. <laughs> I was going to do the right. Don Cowles. <laughs> nice. No, but, like, I mean, that could be interesting, but I think kind of like if they were to do that, that would have to be, like, his own personal thing, like, the, yeah. like you know, the million-dollar title or, some, or, the, or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. for sure. Or the FTW championship, right, so... Uh, you know how the AAA one is the mega championship? He could be like, I'm the, the Omega. Omega championship. Yeah, yeah. So, John, what did you think about this match? It was fantastic. It was uh, Rich Swan, who I love. It was Moose, who I'm coming around on. And uh, it was good stuff. Great powerhouse stuff from Moose, obviously. A lot of cool high-flying type stuff from the man himself, Rich Swan. Moose has been pulling out some awesome... High flying as well. Yeah, definitely. Spanish fly off the top, man. Like, oh, yeah, that was awesome. It was a great contest. Yes. Now, on to number nine. Contests. Number nine comes to us from the land of the rising sun. Uh, comes from the New Japan Cup. It was Shingo Takagi, the Rampage Dragon, against representing the BC for life, Kenta. Go to Sleep Club had a really good showing in the New Japan Cup, but it stopped here. Shingo Takagi, the Rampage Dragon. Man, this was a banger. Uh, it's been a while since I watched this match, but I do know that it was fucking great. Um, Kenta uh, in 2021 has been making people realize why he is a notable person, uh, a notable wrestler. Um, this match, the match against Moxley, the the tag match on Impact, um, just everything he's been doing. And another match that's on this list, actually. Yeah. Um, Kenta is... is Showing people why he is regarded as he is. Um, Shingo uh, is really... New Japan is really... Since he got there, they've really put a lot of faith in him. Um, but yeah, go check this match out. I mean, I shouldn't... None, 
all three of us shouldn't have to tell you anything about this. You should just right. look at the match graphic and be like, <laughs> yeah, I should probably watch that. Exactly. But anyway, Sid. I mean, like, I think if anyone were to, like, really intimidate Shingo, uh, you know, Kenta, it's Shingo Takagi. I mean, he is definitely. Now, Tim, I know I give you a lot of shit for the whole Shingo Takagi thing, but to I, last month, I think this is my penance for last month. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Right. But, uh, you know, I'll talk about why in a second after we talk about more well, uh, matches. Speaking but, of last month, we did say that John Moxley was the wrestler of February, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he had like yeah. three matches. This this month in March was Shingo Takagi's. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, for uh shitting on Tim for liking Shingo so much, he's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna make you watch like half the fucking list. It's gonna be Takagi matches, so fuck <laughs> you, Sid. You know. Anyway, but it's, it's not my I, fault that he's a good he's good at his job. I know. Hey, no, I'm I'm just I'm not saying that it's your fault. I'm just saying. But, um, no, but I think but for all the shit that I give you, I do think Shingo Takagi is fantastic, you know, and obviously he proves in this match. He has chemistry with just about everybody. Oh, um, yeah. And it's pretty pretty uh, cool to see. But, I mean, that's all I'm going to say right now. Stuff. It was, uh, was hard-hitting. It was strong style to the max. Uh, but speaking about strong style, we're gonna get into some strong style, insane shit in a little bit. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> if people out there still don't know what what strong style means, this is the match to watch. Mm-hmm. One of them, for one sure. of them for sure. Yeah, I mean, spoiler alert: a bunch of these matches are from the New Japan Cup. <laughs> it was fucking. That's what happens in Japanese. Japanese. So that's how it yes. is. That's how, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Great stuff. On to number eight. Ocho. Number eight comes to us from Stardom's 10th anniversary show. It was for the Red. The it World was, of Stardom it was for title. The Red Belt. The Red Belt. Champion from Queen's Quest, Utami Hayashishita, defending against Queen's Quest member Saya Kamatani. Um, Saya has been trying to prove herself to why she was in, uh, not just to herself, but everybody else, to why she was in this position. And this match pretty much sold me and many others as to why she should be a main eventer upper carter in stardom um she reversed a lot of utami's power moves i remember utami went for her power bomb uh the uh the swinging razor's edge type thing and she turned it into a beautiful rana um a lot of nice drop kicks from her um but utami's a powerhouse man and she just could not overcome that. Um, it was great back and forth. It was, it was engaging to the point where all three of us were watching this match together, and I, I didn't say a word to them until after the match. Yeah. Um, 
Sid? Yeah, we were the ones shit-talking, me and John. We were just continuously just having some sort of banter. But Shooting speaking of red belts, speaking of red belts. Speaking uh, of anyway. red belts. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry, I had what to. What a coincidence. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you, you're the one who said you, you want this on the show, and this yeah. is what you got. So, uh, anyway. This is what I wanted. You Good. kidding me? All right. Yeah, I know. But, um... Yeah, I think this. Uh, I think start on this whole show because we were watching it last night had a great like mixed bag of oh, yeah. different matches, and this one, like, I mean, these two women tore the fucking house down, and mm-hmm. I mean, holy shit, that I I was yeah I went to bed at three o'clock in the morning, and I still am like, holy shit, what did I just watch? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I, if that uh, makes any sense at all. I said earlier in the month on Twitter, I believe after the New Japan Cup final, that this month's list would be a number one in nine nine number twos. Yeah, because March, um, we have since done away with honorable mentions and upcoming events and stuff. But I mean, almost everything that I watched this month. Was fantastic. And the nine matches leading up to the number one on this list, it's masterclass wrestling. I mean, this is basically like, if if we were teaching a class, these would be like the required watch list. Yeah. Like how English classes have like reading lists, this would be our watch list. Yeah. And you had to write a ten-page essay on Ooh, each. Oh, we match. should actually do an episode where we do that. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Yeah, I'd be what like like a, a crash course to pro wrestling, the way we see it. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah, cool. I'll, hey, I'll jump in if you want me jump to. If you want me to jump, jump on in. But jump. yeah, man, uh, I think the thing that I mentioned while we were watching this was the kicks in this match. I think that was, that was the later one. That was Iwatani versus Yoshiko. It was, yeah. Because Iwatani was, was fucking laying them fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Where Sounded she did like the gunshots. super kick and held her leg up mm-hmm. and was balancing on one. Yeah. Jesus. They're all so good. They're all so good. But we're going to move on to... That was number eight, so this is number seven, I think. Yes. Number seven comes to us from AEW's Revolution event. It was a tag team street fight between Team Taz, represented by Absolute Ricky Starks, and The Machine, the Swolverine Brian Cage, against the TNT champion Darby Allen and the icon Sting. Sting! Keep going. This match. This match was a cinematic style match. Uh, it took place in uh, it. It almost abandoned warehouse. warehouse. It looked like the place where GCW runs shows, but without the GCW ring. <laughs> Isn't that what it looked like? It looked a bit bigger than that. a bit bigger yeah. than that, but it it was still awesome. Uh, we had Darby Allen getting thrown through a plane. Uh, th- through a pane glass window 
We had Darby Allen again jumping from the balcony down onto Brian Cage. That was awesome. Uh, Sting mixed it up a lot with the bat. Uh, Ricky Starks looked great. Brian Cage looked great. And this is the match. Ricky Stark, the, Brian huh? Cage had Sting or Darby Allen. And oh, he had Darby Allen when he walked up. Yeah. And, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suplex hold and walked all the way up the steps, which was. Well, like, I don't care how much Darby weighs. That's insane. But yeah, uh, this is the match that led to what we're getting now with Brian Cage sort of, sort of rubbing the rest of Team Taz the wrong way. Or Team Taz is rubbing. Or him Team Taz is rubbing him the wrong way. But yeah, somebody's th- getting incorrectly rubbed. Is the point? <laughs> I hate getting incorrectly rubbed. It's the worst. <laughs> Usually you're you're at fault. Yeah. Anyway, um, so <laughs> anyway, um, I'm gonna say this. Um, this is the best cinematic match uh, that I've seen since probably uh, this and the fire the Firefly, the Firefly thing. Yeah. yeah. This is and the, the, grave the Firefly the thing. Match too. Firefly, Firefly Funhouse. Oh, it's go. a lot of words. Anyway, uh, but I, I would put this, I would put this above the Boneyard match. Yeah. Um, this was directed by Darby Allen, who was uh, a, uh, film he, student, a film school dropout, and he said he also said that Ricky Starks helped him a bit, and I can was, I can see that. Yes, it was fantastic. Um, great. They've been using Sting really well. I I love. I love how they're using ah. him. Um, I also really like the dynamic between Darby and Sting. Uh, if you've seen this week's AEW, the promo that mm-hmm. they cut on Matt Hardy was yeah awesome. Cool. Um, you know what I just realized? I think was Ricky Starks the director for all of Revolution because his music says the Revolution is televised. I think it was all he was <laughs> doing. <laughs> he is absolute so. Absolute Ricky Starks, but uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I this was a He's hell, really hell of a match. Own. Revolution, uh, despite the last minute or th- two minutes, uh, was banger. Really, really good. <laughs> no pun um, intended. If we were to do honorable mentions, tag team casino battle royal, the tag team title match, the exploding barbed wire match. Sands the uh, last thirty seconds, but yeah. <laughs> that wasn't part of the match. Yeah, that the match was already match. over. Match was over. The match was pretty fucking red. Um, and um, Rio and Sheeta. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it was versus really Hangman. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a pretty damn good uh, show, but this one, it was just awesome. Like I said, I mean, like like you said, best cinematic match in recent memories since they've become such a norm with pandemic era shows. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, for me, you said that uh, Darby Allen directed this. I wonder if he's been watching a bunch of Jason Statham movies because he might have many been. of them probably because many of those movies end up in like some sort of abandoned warehouse place like the climactic fight um 
I think this was, I love the camera angles. Like one of the things that happened was like Sting was fighting inside like that little wrestling ring and then yeah. Darby was out somewhere. The way they zoomed over to, uh, to Darby was just absolutely yeah. fantastic. Great I love direction. that. Great camera work. And the paint on the ring though, was even like Sting's makeup. The cool thing, the cool part was like towards the end when like Sting was walking back towards the ring, Darby was up top. He's like, hey, Stinger. And he throws the bat and it, and Sting catches it at slow motion. It's like the, like the, that. The force. That was. Well, no, no. It's like uh, in a movie where, like, the guy will be like, he'll, he'll throw, like, a shotgun or, yeah. uh, or, some, or some sort of weapon to his, uh, to his partner and he'll be like, and he'll catch it. <laughs> and it was so cool. Like, like, like that 300 slow motion to speed motion mm. shot, you know? That, uh, I definitely just marked out for this entire match. The only thing I would say is. I don't think we needed commentary. Like we could have just had the nah, match kind of yeah. just play out for itself. I kind of agree. That's my, that's my only nitpick with this match. But otherwise, freaking awesome! Like the, I, I, I won't. If they're going to do more cinematic matches, I want something like this. And uh, even I like think Darby Allen direct like all cinematic matches for every company for going sure. forward. <laughs> I think this is like the, in my opinion, this is like the evolved, the evo- the evolved form of the uh, stadium stampede. Yeah, you know. Definitely, because like a lot more, lot more, uh, you know, production value went into that it's than really the uh, more artsy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, it was good. Like so, yeah, cinematic matches. Just <clears throat> give them to Darby. Just let him do it. You know. We going into number five? Oh yeah, man, we're going back to. Hold on, no, we're not. One, two, three, four. We're going into number six. Oh, uh, we're going in. <laughs> we're going back to the New Japan Cup. We're going to talk about Kenta again. And we're going to talk about the murder grandpa, Minoru Suzuki. Oh, I love this match Holy so much. Holy shit, man. <laughs> uh, they slapped and kicked and punched the shit out of each other. And it was incredible. I mean, it was. I loved uh, the beginning, the shenanigans by Kenta with the newspaper. Yeah. That was just that was. He's like, I don't want anything to do with this guy. <laughs> so he's just like, oh, I'm just, when I was watching I'm it with my mother, um, she's a she's a huge Naito Mark. Obviously, we've talked about it before, and she was giving uh, Kent a shit for it. And I was like, if that was Naito doing that, you you'd be laughing your ass off. What are you talking about? <laughs> and he <Right>? would. <laughs> I was like. And then I told her, okay, Kenta versus Naito, who cares less? <laughs> but yeah. Throw Orange Cassidy in the mix, then. I, I was going to make Orange Cassidy the special guest ref. Hey, that's... <laughs> the match will never end. Yeah, exactly. No, it would fell asleep. Yeah. just take up the entire... just take up the entire freaking... Yeah. Kenta defeated Minoru Suzuki that nobody saw coming. And no, that's but not it was a good decision. That's not a slight against Kenta, but I mean, you, you see Suzuki, you you expect a death to occur. <laughs> right. Um, so I'm guessing you, this does a this doesn't do wonders for your brackets, does it? It did not. No. <laughs> My bracket was ruined when Toriyano beat, uh, who did he beat that? I was like, what? Khan? Khan, when he beat Great Khan. That, it, it, it was over. I had the finals <laughs> predicted, but obviously my person I chose did not win. But that's okay. 
I had half of the finals predicted. Are we going to move on already? No, we got to talk a little bit about this. They beat the shit out of each they other. They beat the shit out of each other. What else to say? Watch it. Just watch it. Right? <laughs> I mean, what do you expect when there's a Suzuki match? Exactly. What? You want me to tell you? Slaps. Punches. <laughs> kicks. A penalty kick. Uh, maybe a pile driver. Uh, you're usually uh, going to see Kenta getting the shit beat out of him, and then he stands up laughing. <laughs> there and was a oh. part. Didn't he knock him? Didn't Suzuki knock Kenta down, and then Kenta just came back and won? Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, do you forgot uh, uh, Young Lion getting murdered. Evil Grin. Yeah, that's yeah, true. And that yeah. sweet-ass way he gets out of the ring where he does he does the uh, the arm submission and then he like does a handstand on the on the apron and comes down. Yeah, kind of like um, incredible shape. He, he's, he's a warrior like It's my it it's my favorite unique way to exit the ring ever since Kane quit wrestling. Yeah. Cuz whenever Kane used to like lean and go back and like flip to the floor, you, I used to love that. <laughs> Number 5. We're going back to the Rampage Dragon. And we're also going to talk about the Rainmaker. Because it was Kazuchika Okada versus Shingo Takagi. In what I would say, I'd hate, I hate to say this because it sounds like a slight against Shingo, but it major upset. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, when the brackets came out for the first round of New Japan Cup, this was the match that everyone was looking at like, what... Who are they going to do? do? Yeah. Because Okada is the standard bearer. He is. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you still want to say Tanahashi, I'll let I'll let that go. But Okada is the face of New Japan. Yeah. Uh, and Shingo, like I said earlier in the show, ever since he got to New Japan, they've pushed him quite well. And I thought Okada could eat the loss here. It's only March. It's the New Japan Cup. There's a lot of time in the year for him. Um, Also, we've seen in the past year or so him getting involved with other feuds, trying to build up talent. So I picked Shingo. And there was also the reports that he's been wrestling with a a, uh, slipped disc in his back. Yeah, one or two. One or two, which is bad. Um, Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. But um, this match was very good. You know, Shingo with the lariats and the strong uh, the strong slams and Okada's. When you have Okada, you know what you're getting. He's going to throw you into the, the barricade, do the jump and the... Yep. Uh, and... Uh, Fucking, I'm a little gooned right now. <laughs> You're going to get the Rainmaker pose. You're going to get the Rainmaker. You're going to unfortunately see the money clip. The beautiful uh, drop kick. The beautiful the... drop kicks. And you know what you're getting from Shikingo? From Shikingo. Shikingo! Shikingo Takagi. Shikingo. I think I mixed up. Shikingo Takagi. With Shingo. I don't know what you did. But... Shikingo. 
Uh, Shingo you know you're Bingo. Shingo, too. You're getting uh, big lariats. My favorite my favorite movie he does is the sliding lariat. I one. love that. And the burning hammer. I, lo- I love a burning hammer. And the Made in Japan and the Last of the Dragon. I mean, he's fucking awesome. What can I say? I like that other move, too, that he does on the back where he has their has them is like that the this, pumping bomber and then he get, no that's the lariat that's the lariat but and then he grabs goes to the legs and drops them on their face yeah it's like Uma Garoshi or something yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about it's almost like an upside down vertebraker cause like you're face down it's like a flatliner but like a flat more liner. complex yeah Sid <clears throat> Uh, I don't know what else I should say because I think y'all pretty much explained it very, very well. Uh, but that happens a lot. Huh? I mean, it was a lot, <laughs> and I'm also kind of going because, like I said, I went to bed at three in the morning because I was because I had other obligations. But anyway, um, so I don't know, man. Like I think, uh, like I said, the Shingo has been the real MVP of the New Japan Cup as much as I've seen from whatever I've seen of the New Japan Cup, and, I mean, like, this match continues to prove it, and yes, I do understand, Sam, why you like Shingo Takagi. It's, it's, <laughs> he's, he's fantastic. He, he really is good, and I'm not just saying that because I, I, I don't I don't want you to hurt me. I'm just seriously saying that. I could never I think hurt he you. actually feels bad. <laughs> yeah. <And> <laughs> <laughs> Number four, huh? Number four, huh? <laughs> I, I don't know, because last month, no, see, it's just that I think I gave him enough shit last month. I said, you know what, just lay off. It's all good. Yeah, there was a point in the video where I said, maybe next time you're not coming. <laughs> maybe next month you're not coming <laughs> yeah. back. I was, I was thinking just because of the sequence of events that had been happening in the last couple of weeks. I was like, oh my god, he's probably, he might be right. <laughs> not because of y'all. Not because of y'all. Just because personal stuff. But uh, I was like, oh my god, he's right. But no, yeah, here we are. You always have a home here. Here we are. Jesus. You are such a mark. Let's go. Match number four comes to us from the New Japan Cup. What? It's one British prick versus another British prick. You know who we're talking about. We're talking about the new British prick. We're talking about Mr. String being himself, Zack Sabre Jr. We're talking about the assassin Will Ospreay. Whoa, whoa. If we're going to call him an assassin and him a string. We're not calling him a string being. We're calling him the Anaconda. The Anaconda. I was just gooning. I know. <laughs> That's why I had to correct it. Lanky ass. Brick. He's, he's a new... He's like, he's a new he's, like one of those, he's like one of those things you see in car dealerships. The thing that... The, the yeah. Little, Wacky, wavy, and flailing baby, arm flailing tube, man. Except this yeah, one beats the shit out of he's you. He's a Bailey buddy. <laughs> he's a Bailey buddy. That's what he is. If Bailey went back to her... To her you know, hugging face. She, so there was it would a, be, uh, a lot of yeah. submissions in this one, huh? Submissions, strikes. I mean, you had the penalty kick from Zack Sabre Jr., which broke Osprey's nose and made him bleed throughout the match. Yeah. Uh, a lot of reversals, a lot of flying. I mean, this shit was incredible. Uh, these guys were probably in the back and said, let's show... The, the East, what the West can do. Yeah. And this was a very, very good match. Will Ospreay mm-hmm. won with 
I want to say the Stormbreaker. Mm-hmm. But I yes. get confused sometimes because he's been finishing people off with the Hidden Blade lately. Yeah, but I think this one did end with the Stormbreaker. And I said during, I was tweeting during the match, and I was like, Zach, this isn't the same Billy Boy you're used to. This guy is, he's now a faction leader. He's in the heavyweight division. He's not fucking around. And, and he's we, pissed as we well. We all found out <laughs> Will Ospreay is not fucking around. Mm-mm. I loved um, the shit talking that they did throughout the match. Well, like, you know uh, you're going to get some good shit talk, especially when it's both Will Ospreay and Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah. And like, like I loved how uh, Zack Sabre Jr. was just like brushing off a lot of uh, Will's moves like it was nothing. And Will's like, oh, are you still talking, huh? And I was like, yeah. oh. Yo. And then and the match just went into another gear, and that, that was just, uh, that was amazing. Zach so, I think Will is one of the best shit talkers in all of wrestling right now. Oh, like, oh, if you yeah, ever yeah. watch any of his backstage promos, like, they're just, it's just like, what the we, fuck? I need him and we Eddie Kingston and John Moxley all yelling at, at each other. <laughs> and, uh, and Tomatonga. Throw in Tomatonga. Throw in fucking Dwayne Johnson. No. Bring CM Punk back for just that event. Nah. <laughs> just that shit talk event. <laughs> Maybe. But anyway. Have the moderator be Paul Heyman. Have the moderator, yes. Uh, okay, Alex. Zack Sabre Jr. continues to prove that he is one of the best that Suzuki Gun has to offer. And continues to prove that Whenever he decides to hang up the boots, which is not anytime soon, he mm-hmm. will go down in history as one of, if not the greatest technical wrestlers of all time. Definitely one of the highlights of the British wrestling scene, like, of all time. Mm-hmm. And Walt Osprey is the same way. This match was amazing. Yeah. Number three, we're going to talk about some more stardom. We're going to talk about a hair versus hair match that pitted Julia against Tim Nakano. Is that her last name? Tim Nakano. Tim Nakano. <laughs> These two have had a very good feud for the past year or so. Tim told Julia that she would eventually be the one to dethrone her for the wonder of stardom championship, which Julia had held for quite a while. Julia came into stardom with a rocket strapped to her back, and for good reason. She looks good, she talks good, she wrestles good. Uh, I would even say great for all of those things. And But the chemistry between Tam and Julia cannot be understated. Yeah. And this match... Uh, you know, first we had it for the title. Then uh, I think Tam was putting her hair on the line. It was going to be hair f- for title. And then Julia upped the stakes and said, no, we'll, if I lose, I'm not just losing the title, I'll lose my hair too. And this was a Joshi battle of the ages that anyone out there should watch if they like women's wrestling. Um, in the end... <clears throat> Tam Nakano did win, and we got uh, shaved head Julia, and Julia has said that she wants to start from the bottom. 
<coughs> she's adopted a more military-esque look. Um, if I were to tell you about all the spots in this match, this show would run over two hours. But yeah. there were times in this match where I thought, they're not going to kick out of that. They're not going to kick out of that. <laughs> you know, and um, there was points where they were just slapping each other's faces. They 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 booted each other off the top, yeah. top turnbuckle. A lot of flying, a lot of heavy moves. Um, somebody else can talk now. Go for it. John, go ahead. No, you go. Oh. Oh man. Okay. All right. Well, so uh, I think this. Uh, I mean, y'all, y'all have talked a lot about Julia, um, and I, and you know, we've we've uh, covered a couple of her matches in past lists, and then this one though, I, I don't know, man. I thought I think there was a lot more since you did say that she upped the ante. Um, I think there was a little bit more of a vicious side to her in this match. Maybe it's just me, but I, I think I I don't know if y'all saw it, but I I kind of did. Um, because, because, you know, obviously she's like, I don't want to lose my pretty locks. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, the only, the worst, I mean, I mean, they did hair versus hair matches in the past, you know, even with WWE, uh, you know, with, uh, Vince McMahon and that one person, uh, who we're not going to talk about, uh, but, um, you know, uh, but this one was completely different because it's like. I didn't care that, I mean, because I'm not going to lie. For me, hair versus hair, that stipulation, I I have been very iffy about in the yeah. past. But this match, because it was so good, I didn't care that we were going to get either bald Julia or bald Nakano after this because this is just two women, two absolutely amazing athletes, and, you know, fighting for a prize. And, oh, by the way, they're going to get their head shaved. That's kind of how I felt yeah. because I was like, "Oh my god, this is a." At the end of the day, it's a title match. And also, so, like, w- when it comes to the difference between this and most hair versus hair matches, is this is involving women and uh, mm-hmm. beauty uh, is associated with women, and hair is one of the big components of that, and. Luckily for Julia, she's so beautiful that it didn't matter that her hair got cut. Yeah. True. Yeah. I I'm believe like... while they were cutting her hair, she was laughing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, God, that's... Some... We got psychotic Julia mm-hmm. in the horizon. It's like PTSD Julia because you know, she's wearing all the military shit. She's like the the new rogue general. <laughs> she might be the new rogue general. Good. Very good. Oh, uh, you mean uh, like uh, what's his face? Yes. yes. Yeah. Exactly. What? what I, no, you had it right. What? What's his face? Uh, number two. Damn, man. We're gonna talk about the Rampage Dragon again, and we're gonna talk about the leader, the faction leader again. It was the finals of the New Japan Cup, and it was Shingo Takagi versus Will Osprey. This time. Uh... Rampage Dragon brought out the the sword. Um, this is this was the third meeting, uh, the best of Super Junior final. Whoa. Will Osprey won in the G one last year. Shingo won, but this this was for a shot at Kota Ibushi's title at Sakura Genesis, which will be happening tomorrow. 
Yes. Um, so, and- this shit was insane. I thought the match would have ended three different times. There were times where I questioned Will Ospreay, like, was that move worth it? Yeah. Um, like, he put him through a table. He, like, dived through a table. Yeah. Um, there was uh, all their signature moves. The Oscutter, the Oscutter off the middle rope to the outside is one that I said, was that worth it? Yeah. Um, Shingo was beating the shit out of Osprey. Uh, he went after the nose and the shoulder, um, which was <clears throat> smart. Um, like, between this and the first one, it was really hard to call. Yeah, um, definitely. But a lot of people will remember this match for what happened after, which is dumb. Just the match itself was fantastic. Uh, the best, these are two of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah. Hands down. Fellas. This was one of the best New Japan matches I've seen since I started watching New Japan. I'd say that. I would go out on that limb. Uh... Shingo Takagi is probably my favorite uh, discovery of 2020 and 2021. Definitely. I've been a Will Ospreay fan for a long time. So this was a match that I was torn on. Um, I had Shingo and Jay White in the final in my predictions. But I was happy that this is what happened. Yeah, I said that if they were going to establish the United Empire, this is where they were going to have to start. Yeah. And we saw Ocon get to the second round and lose to Yano. We saw Cobb go to the second round and lose to Evil. And then I was like, don't matter. I don't care if it's Jay White at the end. Osprey has to beat him. Like, or I'm... You're not selling me on this shit. You're not selling this yeah, on, on the United was, Empire. This was it. He defeated. He slayed the dragon for a second time. He told Ibushi to his face that the only thing that matters to him in the world is being the best and having that title, which he proved by os cutting his significant other. Yeah. Basically saying. I put that title over my own relationship. This, uh, Osprey is kind of off his rocker, but uh, he's starting to lose it. And Abushi might lose that new title. Because Osprey is just hit a different gear. I want to know how fast you think we're going to see uh, Murder Abushi come out. I don't know, but I wonder if I'm looking forward to it. I wonder if Beep is gonna get involved. She might. This might all be a fucking ruse. No, I mean she she might help Abushi. Oh no, I I, I because in kayfabe, yeah, they're they're split. Yeah, he said 
Well, that's true, He's but single. that goes back into what I'm saying. What if this is all part of the plan? It could go either way. It could go either way. And I'm ready for either one. Sid, what you got? First of all, B. Priestley, uh, hit me up if you want a real champion. Anyway, uh, Damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, it's all good. No, nah, uh, I wish for nothing but the best for her and Will Ospreay. But anyway, um, you know, I, I, like I said, I've seen the other match with uh, Takagi and uh, Osprey, And, you know, this one was, I think, a little bit more intense. For sure. I mean, that's like the word that I've been using, throwing around a lot is intensity because that's that's way too. When you watch when you watch uh, pro matches or Joshi matches, uh, I mean, that's that's kind of what you're gonna get. It's, it's kind of part parcel. Yeah, it's one of the kind of part and parcel of the deal. But points. yeah, and as far as like him, uh, Oz cutting B Priestley, um, I mean, I, look, I have I am all for you know gender equality and. You know, it don't. You know, I, I would never hurt put my hands on a woman, obviously. But I also think that, I mean, for the story, it makes sense because you know, Will wants is kind of sick and tired of being underlooked and undermined. Uh, you know, always living under Okada's shadow is the freaking reason why he started the Empire in the first place. Before Osprey, and, before Osprey came back, and all that stuff happened over the summer. And past allegations came up again, and this and that. Yeah. I bet you that Osprey came back and said to Ghetto, they want to hate me, I'm going to give them a reason to hate me, and the reasons that they're hating me for that aren't true, I'm going to amplify it. Yeah. And there you go. Yeah, that makes sense. At well, the end I think, of the day, you know, it's a pro wrestling angle featuring two pro wrestlers. Exactly. <laughs> Who are basically married. They've been together for a very long fucking time and yeah. have wrestled each other. Yes. So, uh, no. Did y'all know, on, on a side note, did y'all know, y'all know that uh, Gargano and uh, Lorela wrestled each other? Um, yeah. At one point. You said you went away. Yeah. I know. What happened? Sorry, I got there you someone. Go. I, I'm, I'm popular. People are calling me <laughs> and shit. During my Zoom, during the Zoom session, like, oh, that's no, by no. a webcam. By a webcam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I should. I mean, I bought this, so there it is. Oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, I bought this, so I, I could probably afford a webcam. That's funny. Yeah, it's like forty dollars. Uh, anyway, um, it's time well, to move forty. On. Thank you very much. It's time to move on. This one? one, yeah. Jeez. We're gonna talk about, in my opinion. The most important match in AEW's short history. Also, one of the top three Western women's matches of all time, including history. Uh, the AEW women's division has been scrutinized since the beginning. And Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa laid all of that criticism to rest in one night. This feud has been built amazingly. I believe there's still things to draw from it. This was a lights out, no, not sanctioned match. I was rooting for Baker because she's from Pittsburgh. And 
in my eyes, and she's the face of the AEW Women's Division. Yeah, she was the first woman to be signed to AEW. She was at the the major AEW thing in Jacksonville. Um, she ha- she's got the charisma. She's got the looks. She's got the moves. She she's the full package. And whether the title is on somebody else or not, people are looking forward to seeing Britt Baker's segments. Yeah. Then you have the NWA, f- former NWA Women's Champion, uh, made her way in the Underground and in Japan, and uh, she's an MMA fighter and everything. And you put all these elements together with no stipulation, like no no stipulations, and it was just incredible. Uh, with this match and uh, the other match that. Britt Baker has bled in, and the match she had with Swole, she's starting to get the hardcore icon type of thing, which she herself finds funny because she doesn't, that's not like her aim or anything. Yeah. Um, But, holy fuck. Britt Baker is a hardcore icon, whether she wants to be or not. Uh... There were thumbtacks. There was blood on both sides. There was ladders, tables, steel chairs. It what was, happened? There was a curb stomp on the steel steps, and I was like, that should be the, the end. Steps. And then John goes, just keep watching, shut up. And I'm like, okay, but like that, that isn't, that should be a finish. Adrenaline. But holy shit, the finish came with, didn't Rosa like, do some type of driver through the table? Yeah. It was nuts. It was nuts. And, uh, like, Rosa, like, reversed the move and put Baker into the tax. Yeah. And then, like, um, I don't, I, I don't know. I just know that after this match, you... You are not going to criticize the AW women's division. Uh, or, I mean, and there are still at least you're not going to be taken seriously for it. What you got, Sid? I mean, there's so many people that, I'm just saying, there's still going to be people that do, and, and both of them are idiots. But anyway, um, so it was funny because Thunder Rosa won the match, but I think Britt Baker was the one that got more notoriety from this. You know, I mean, yeah. she was the one with the t shirt. You know, we talked about hardcore legend. I, I for one, was rooting for Britt Baker because Texas. And also, I just think... You messed Britt, up. Not Britt Baker. I did mess up. I was rooting for Thunder Rosa because <laughs> she's from Texas. Um, and also, because I think she is... There's a lot of good things for women's wrestling. You know, like yeah, I said. She absolutely does. Yeah, Mission Pro Wrestling for anyone who wants to check it out. It's, it's you pretty interesting. You can watch it on a lot of, uh, Title Fight, Title Match yeah. Network on YouTube. Yep, and uh, that's a lot, I think, and Red Velvet uh, came from there, so that was pretty cool. I believe Um, Jazz is also one of the instructors mm -hmm. there. Yeah, and uh, I know Big Swole even wrestled there a little bit, so yeah, I'm I'm not, anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, and and I think here's what I feel is going to happen, I think think finally Rosa will beat Sheeta, and then we'll have Britt versus Thunder Rosa 
for the AEW Women's title, and that match That's would what be I crazy. Want. Now, another thing I wanted to mention is Jungle Boy has Tarzan Boy as his theme music. Uh, Orange Cassidy now has a new theme as well. I forget yep. which one Where's it is. Where's my mind? Where's my mind by the Pixies? Where's my mind? When Thunder Rosa comes out, everybody does the Thunderstruck uh, chant. Yeah. So, Tony Khan, get on the phone. Open the wallet. Call, and, and open the wallet and let and get the rights from ACDC. In my opinion. If you don't like it, Tim, I don't care. It's what I want. Before that happens, she has to sign a contract. Yeah. I mean, I thought she already was. No. Nope. No, she's not official. She okay. has not signed a contract anywhere. That's why we see her in NWA still. We, yeah. we see her wherever else. She is not a contract. You know, I, I just love how when I'm saying something that I want, you had to take it and put it through like a shredder. I just really appreciate that. <laughs> no, I think that that should be her music as well. But I, if I was the CEO of a company, I wouldn't buy the music no, for someone No, I know. I'm not. just saying. Yeah. Yeah, provided she signs to AEW. Tony Khan, get your ass on the phone. I'd say she's one. I'd say she's the hardest current free agent. One of them for sure. And there's a lot of uh, there, there's a lot of much sought after free agents right now. Yeah. La Sombra. La Sombra. Yes. I did. I did just hear that he has signed somewhere, but has not said where it is. And I don't think it's AEW. Apparently, they said it's not AEW. Yeah, I bet you it's either CMLL or AAA or New Japan. Yeah, or Ring of Honor. Yeah, if it was Ring of Honor, he would have showed up and helped uh, Roosh at the 19th anniversary. Maybe he'll help him now. Maybe he'll help him now because unlimited violence is a thing now. That's true, which is badass. But yeah, man, that's uh, that's the list. That's. That's March's list. And it's a good list. Uh, what do we got for him next week, John? Oh, next week. What do we have next week? We've got a WrestleMania review. We do. We have a WrestleMania yeah. review. We have... Uh, TakeOver. We got TakeOver. Well, TakeOver review is going to be on the Nerdy Mark channel. The WrestleMania yeah. review is going to be on the Armbar Audio channel. Uh, sometime... I think we're going to be talking a little bit about GCW's The Collective. Yep, and sometimes this week we will be... As you can see on the screen, it says subscribe to the Gooniverse. We have described what the Gooniverse yeah. is before it is finally launched. Um, tomorrow night, John and I will be providing a recap and review of Season 5, yep. Episode 2, Vestiges of My Hero Academia. And John and I will be providing... Uh, John, I, Sid, and Mosh will be reviewing and recapping the first episode of Jujutsu Kaisen, which Season 1 just ended uh, and, very uh, soon. And... Me and uh, myself and Mosh, we're going to be reviewing the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Very, very excited for that. So That's going to be a good interview. Gonna, or a good uh, review. Yeah, good interview. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're gonna, yeah, I'm going to probably gonna record it. <laughs> I'm, yeah, basically. I'm going to probably record it today, actually. So it's going nice. to be fun. I can't wait. Yeah. But yes. Good stuff coming. Good stuff coming with the universe. And very soon, 
be on the lookout on the Armbar Audio socials. We will be announcing something major. And with that, yes, that is true. Wherever you oh, are in the world, oh, whether it's go, morning, we get it going. Hold on, night. Okay, no, you have a great one and peace and love to all of you. Bye. Okay. <laughs>